Hello, everybody, and welcome to Golf vs. Golf, the hybrid podcast where we discuss, debate, and analyze everything in the world of golf and disc golf. I'm your co-host, Charlie Tinsley. Join with me in studio, the one, the only, Aaron Bellini. The faithful. The faithful. Anthony is not here. He had something come up. However, it is a special week for Aaron because he had his anniversary. Happy anniversary, my friend. Thank you. My anniversary was actually Monday. Yep. And I worked Monday, so been married six years. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Now, you took today, you and your wife went out and did some stuff for your anniversary. She done what she wanted to do. I just went with her. Well, I mean, that's an, that's 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 <laughs> that's marriage wrapped up in yeah. a, no, yeah, we I'm went, kidding. We I'm went kidding. shopping and I love shop. Love to shop. All right. Well, without further ado, we have a very special guest. We have the touring pro came third place in the Moines Challenge, Evan Smith. Evan, how you doing, my friend? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hope you all are. Um, where are you calling it? Yeah, we're doing great, brother. How, where are you calling us from? Calling you from Winston-Salem. Um, I'm at school at uh, UNC School of the Arts here, um, and so I'm calling you from my apartment. Okay, so what year what year are you in right now? Um, I'm a senior right now. So you're you're about wrapped up. So that's the only yeah. thing really getting in the way of your disc golf, it seems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we're, we're we're thrilled to have you on the show, man. We want to get into all kinds of stuff. We know you're busy with college. I guess I guess school started just started back up for you. Yeah, it actually started the week before World. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to. Uh, get to world or else I would have had to miss like a week and a half of school or something like that. So, yeah, um, I understand. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they're at college. Is there a big, is there a disc golf scene there that you're a part of? I mean, do people know, you know, you know what you do kind of during your summers and stuff? What's it like up there as far as disc golf there at the college? Yeah. So, um, as far as people at my college, uh, a lot of my friends do and like stuff like that. And like, they'll like tease me about it, I guess like, Oh, disc golf or right. Uh, whatever. Um, did you but, show them the paycheck from Des Moines once after? after yeah, all that? exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But actually after this summer, I was like, yeah, well that's nice, but I just made my tuition last week. So, okay. and then they were, uh, <laughs> there's been less, uh, of the, yeah. Oh, you're, Oh, you play disc golf. Yeah, that kind that kind yeah. of shut them up a little bit. When you start, you know, paying off tuition, books, and all that, I guess, I guess the uh, the mockery comes to a quick end. But that's awesome, man. That's awesome that you, you use that money, put it towards school. You know, I asked you uh, before the show. I asked you if you ever eat up in Winston Salem, Dario, and and you you're like, I just don't eat out much. You're busy college kid trying to get it through. So, you know, good good work on that, man. I know when I was in college, sometimes it can get a bit scarce. So, um, well done on all that. So real quick, Evan and, um, Aaron jump in whenever I want to kind of get your, your story, right? So where, where are you from? Where did you grow up? And you know, what was your like sports background? Well, give us a brief autobiography of Evan Smith, if you don't care. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I played baseball forever. Um, since I was like probably like four or five, um, up until like my freshman year of high school. And then I ended up like hurting my uh, shoulder, um, and like hurting my elbow as well, um, from pitching and just throwing too many curveballs and fastballs and all that stuff. Um, 
Okay. So, so was that like in high school when you started, when, when you kind of got the injury? Um, that was actually like right before high school. So I never tried out for like my like high school team. I probably wouldn't have gotten on it. I was like really short then. I was 4'11 going into high school. I oh, think. wow. And, and how tall yeah. are you now? How tall are you now? I'm, I think I'm 5'9 now, five, something like that. Join yeah. the 5'9 club, brother. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I'm not like a super tall guy, but like then you have like Paul McBeth out there. He's about the same height. So like, you know, he's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, well, that – that uh, and we'll get to the Des Moines challenge. I was watching that lead card. Uh, you were probably, in no disrespect, you were the shortest one there, and you kind of look at oh the, by far, you know by Joel far. Joel Freeman and uh Robert Burridge. Man, they're they're pretty tall guys, and Simon's not, uh, you know, short by any any means. So, but you were out there holding your own. Yeah. So yeah, uh, they were all pretty tall. I think they're all over six foot. So yeah. yeah. Now. Yeah. So you're playing baseball. Um, growing up, was it a pretty, you know, y- your family, were y'all pretty into sports? Was it a pretty, you know, sports-heavy uh, childhood? Um, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my brother both played baseball. Uh, my sister did, like, tennis and gymnastics. Um, yeah, we tried soccer and, like, swimming team at different times, but I didn't like running. Um, so quickly ended that. Um, and I didn't like swimming either. So, okay. Yeah. But, so the cardio wasn't really your thing. No, no. Which is kind of funny now. Cause like my brother, he like bikes like 30 miles for fun some days and like stuff like that. So like, I'm sorry. Did you say, like, did you say for fun? Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's been, like insane to me, but like, you know, oh, yeah, wow. I'll say swimming, swimming's definitely not for everybody. I, I was a lifeguard one year and, when you start to do the lifeguard stuff, swimming uses muscles you don't even know you have. Yeah, <laughs> it really sure. does for sure. So you kind of exactly. grow up. You kind of grow up into sports, um, and then you grew up in Raleigh. Now we're in North Carolina. We're in the western part of the state. Now let's go ahead and get this out of the way. You uh, are you a Blue Devil or are you a Tar Heel? I'm a Tar Heel. Aaron Bellini. That's what I'm talking about. Did you hear that? Yeah. The Tar Heels. And grew up in Raleigh, which is surprising because, you know, NC State is in Raleigh. NC State. Yeah. And then, and then you got you got Duke and Durham. Yeah. Right? Wake and, Forest is in Winston-Salem. And then? Carolina's in Chapel Hill. But it's all right there beside each other. It is. That's the tobacco road. But it's surprising if you grow up in Raleigh that you're a Carolina fan and not an NC State fan. Yeah. Well, let, let's get – are you a pretty avid watcher of – I mean, are you a pretty big basketball fan? Do you – you know, cheer yeah, yeah. I'll uh, watch the basketball games. Uh, the fr- the football team had me on a line, I guess, last year. So I'm like, I don't have like super high hopes, but uh, the quarterback looks pretty good, I guess. So they beat we'll they beat that state. That's also Drake May <laughs> is also Luke May's brother that played for Carolina and won exactly. the national championship. Wow. That, yeah, yeah, when they played App State, I was working and I was listening to it on the radio, and I was I was so annoyed that I couldn't watch it. Like, when, when they get the onside kick and the guy doesn't fall down on the ball and he runs it back for a touchdown, <laughs> like, that's dumb. Yeah. You, if you, if yeah. you jump on that ball, you kneel the ball, the game's over. <laughs> it was you, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in theory, too, like, if you score the – touchdown the game is also over so you would think yeah but yeah, the way that yeah, game was yeah. going i don't know if you listened to um 
Jones and Angel, but they were going nuts. <laughs> they were going nuts about like, well, we think the the game should be over, and then they're you know they're saying, well, maybe not, and then it, it just kept going back and forth. It was ridiculous. I, I knew I shouldn't have brought up Tar Heels because this we've done run a <laughs> run a road. I, I could hear Evan <laughs> get just as passionate about it oh as Aaron gosh. is here. Well, in the I'll say this: Charlie is a Clemson fan, so. I, but Evan, if you I, want to leave the interview at this point, I, I would totally understand that. Evan, I'm like you. No, I, I'm like no, you. My that, grandpa's a Clemson fan. So. I grew up there, so I I grew up in the same county as Clemson. My house was 15, so I, I've been there since in the bad years, you know. So, but anyway, yeah. we, we, we we're not here to talk about college <laughs> sport, although we love it. And uh, you know what a run North Carolina had last year with uh, old Hubert. Yeah, Hubert shouldn't Davis. have blew a 21 point lead at halftime. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, but hey, anyway. hey, hey. But they won the two games that like oh, I'll remember for the yeah. Duke North Carolina game in the in the final four was my national championship. Let me ask you this, Evan. Let me ask okay. you this because and I know we're on it, and our North Carolina audience will uh, will love this. Would you, if you had the choice, would you trade them two wins for Duke on Duke for a national championship? Who are you asking? Oh, wait, both of them? Yes. So what I'm saying is, give up those wins, but you get a national championship. Or would you rather well, just have like, have the two wins? We would have to beat Duke in the Final Four, though. I know, but ha- hypothetically, how, like if you, if if that wasn't the case, if somehow you face yeah. somebody, uh, would you give up those two wins? Or because most Carolina fans I talk to, they're like, no, the beating Coach K his last home game and then beating him his last game ever. Is more because because it's not just a love for Carolina. Yeah, it's a hatred for Duke. Is no, what yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I hate Grayson. I, I want to say I want to say no, but also it's like it's a natural shit. Yes, probably no. Probably <laughs> All right, no. Well, we got to get off this. We got to. So you grew up there in Raleigh, Tar Heel fan, growing up in sports. Um, and then so when do you get into disc golf? What age are we looking at? Yeah, so right after I finished playing baseball, because um, I'm a very competitive person, and my brother was better than me at, at uh, disc golf as well, because he had stopped playing baseball like maybe like two years before. Okay. Um, and and he's two two years older than me, so um, we both like picked up disc golf around the same time. And he could throw further than me, and like he would shoot like probably like five strokes better or something like that. Right. So, so, so you had a sibling rivalry that kind of fueled this. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I've noticed that those siblings, like Aaron, Aaron and Anthony are twins and man, it was just, you have that rivalry and it's something, it's something to behold for sure because it, it brings out, I mean, brings out the best, brings out another level for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So for instance, like my brother, David, he still texts me sometimes and, and like after I finished like super well at a tournament or whatever, and he's like, yeah, I still got you like uh, throughout the years, though. Yeah, or like something like that. So, so he, just, like, he's holding that all-time record against you. Yeah, yeah. Well, like he, like he won't even play me anymore. <laughs> so, so. What, what a move! What a, just, just hold on to that record. Won't even give you a chance to beat it. That's yeah, exactly. funny. That's funny. Um, so you start playing. What year are we looking at? Um, your high school. What year? Oh. That's a good question. I think like right around like 2015, maybe something like that. Um, it, you're a senior. Co- you're a senior in college. How old are you, Evan? I'm 20 right now. 
Um, you're 20 and my you're birthday a... is next week, so oh, I'll wow. be 21. You yeah. were you were younger than I thought. Okay, so yeah, 2015, you get into disc golf, and now now you get into it obviously before the big COVID boom, and yeah. you start playing as an alternative to baseball, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so when, so, so like kind of set a timeline of your improvement, like, and, and let, let's get to the spot where you realized, Hey, I can, I can make something out of this. Yeah. So like the first tournament I played, I played an intermediate. Um, and I got second. It was just like a non PDJ sanction at the beach. And I was like, Whoa, that was fun. Right. Um, and then fast forward, like, I think it was like two years, maybe like a year or two years or something like that. I play in my first advanced tournament and I like, I should have shot like 18 down or something like that, but I missed like probably 18 or 20 putts or something like that. Goodness. And so I asked somebody after the round, I was like, how do you get better at uh, putting? And then he showed me like, oh, what is it? Um, like perfect putt 360. Okay. So I, I actually ended up using that for like probably a year or two. My putting got a lot better. Then I won like three advanced tournaments in a row in I think 2019. Okay. Um. Or wait, no, this is 2018. My bad. Okay. Um. And um. Then I go to Junior Worlds in 2019. Um. And I get sixth. Um. There. And I felt like I played like garbage like the first like three rounds i think we're all like 940 950 and then like the last like three or four however many we played we're like a thousand or like 10 10 or something like that it hurts my heart that you say 950 rated as garbage because if i'm shooting 950 (laughs) but no i get it so you're at junior where was junior worlds at it was in emporia okay Um, so just where the world championships were yeah 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 um it was like super windy like one round uh, it was crazy weather. Like I've never seen wind like that, like ever. Wow. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah. So then, fast forward to uh, I guess 2020. Um, I play. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I play the Oak Hollow Open. Um, and so I'm playing against guys like uh, Raven Newsome, yeah. Dan Hastings, Nathan Queen, yeah, uh, Barry Schultz. So Brian Schweber, the best, okay, in like Nor- all- the best in North Carolina. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So all those guys are actually at this tournament. Yeah, and so, um, I so I was like I think one or two strokes back after the first round, and Nathan Queen shoots like a ten sixty rated round or something like that. Now she's like a ten fifty, and I'm like, all right, that's my best round by like twenty points or something like that. Okay, and so going to like the second day, um. Uh, it was me, Dan Hastings, and actually Clay Edwards on lead card. Um, Clay, Clay's actually on tour right now. Um, nice. Fun fact. Um, and we shoot like another like just super hot round. And me and Dan both, I think, I think Dan averages like ten forty nine or something like that. Yeah. And I and I'm averaging like ten fifty for the tournament. It's just it's just it's just two rounds. Right. Um, and I have to make like a 30 footer or something on 18 to like actually take the win. And I like end up making it. So, so you, you, you make a 30 footer to win on 18. Yeah. Which yeah. Aaron's not a disc golfer, but I can't, 
30 footers are hard enough with the pressure of the tournament. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, Aaron, that'd be like making a 10, 15 foot putt, you know, on the oh, golf yeah. course. I mean, that's, and that's some pressure. That is some absolute pressure. But, I mean, watching you play, I feel like that's one of your – watching you play and what I have watched is, Evan, what impresses me is you're just playing your game. And even when – there was a couple times where you got Simon Lazat, I mean, an absolute legend on your card at Des Moines. Yeah. He's throwing these shots. And then Joel, you know, very well – Joel Freeman, very well-established pro, the national championship, yeah. Robert Burge. And they're throwing – and you just kind of go do your own thing, not even maybe they're throwing sidearm. You throw a backhand. Do you think that's kind of the – or do you think you handle the mental aspect of disc golf well? Um, I think the majority of the time, yes. Right. Um, I've been on – so. I guess now I've been on two lead cards, one at Mid-America, which okay. was a disc golf tour, like Silver Series. Right. And then one at, um, I, at uh, Des Moines, right? Um, and so, like, those two were, like, very different, like, those, like, nights, I guess, were very different. Uh, with, like, just, like, my level of focus and, like, stuff like that. So, at Mid-America, I was, like, almost put too much pressure on myself to shoot like another like really good round because I shot like a 1060 something rated round but it was like the course record and like stuff like that um or or I tied the course record um uh from like the first day okay anyway um and so like I just like felt like super good about my game and then going into Sunday uh just like I was just a little bit off like everywhere it felt like and like I uh, just like felt like a bunch of pressure to perform, perform well, um, and normally I'm pretty good about like handling nerves or whatever. Um, so I did like another like kind of like the same as Des Moines, and I just like bounced back um, in the back nine. I ended up shooting. I think I was like four or five over going into the back nine, right. and I ended up shooting like one over. Right. Um, and what was impressive with me is they're they're at a point. It kind of Simon and Robert run away with it. Um, probably by the end of the front nine. I mean, anything can happen, yeah. but it, obviously, but there's still this this battle between you and Joel for third place. And Joel, yeah. Joel Freeman's already won this year. He won that uh, event in Colorado. You know, very well established player. And you're yeah. shot for shot, and you're 16 and 17, and maybe even you're 15. You birdied, and, and you were almost almost without blemish unfortunate on 18 you ended up in that bush and then kind of had to throw out and went ob there but man you're putting together this round and like you're speaking to it that mental aspect but let me ask you this when you step up on that lead card okay and first let me ask you this from the mid-america to des moines for des moines being an elite series was there more pressure at des moines um I actually ended up putting less pressure on myself at the moment. And I probably, I actually should have put more pressure. Um, cause I just like went up and I wasn't even like, I was hardly focused. I, it felt like, uh, like at like hole, like two or three or something like that. Right. Um, and so I just like, wasn't quite put in the disc where I wanted to off the tee. Um, and so I, I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I feel like there was less pressure. Because like Silver Series, you're like, all right, I, I can I can win this. Like, 
Right. Like this is why Silver Series like are here. Is yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. For the up like, and comers. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like at like an elite series, it's like there's so much I, I, I feel like there's so much more pressure on like Simon or Paul. Yeah. Because they're like expected to win. Right. Um right. and so um and like they've like earned that like expectation, right? Absolutely. With, like, how like great they've played in like the past, right? Yeah. Um so I'm gonna be I mean, a, I'm gonna be a fanboy for a minute, okay? And I mean, si- obviously, and I'm sure you. I mean, Simon Simon Lazat, what a personality, what a player this year. I'm been unbelievable this year, by the way. Well, I mean, you're a pro, obviously. You've been, but what I mean specifically, Simon, when you step up to that first tee and you and you look over and here here's Simon Lazat. I mean, what's going through your mind? I mean, honestly, like, I would just be, like, totally confident in, so like... The, so your confidence was there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, so, like, I was, like, nervous stepping up to the first tee because, like, it's the first tee and I'm leading a pro tour event after two rounds. Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's like I, like, thought... So, like, going into the summer, I, would, I really thought that I would, like, uh, at least play, like, well enough, like, the first round or, like, maybe the second round to get on like a lead car or something. But I was but like, I like doubted, like maybe not doubted, but like, I didn't think that I would be leading an event, like, like solo leading an event, like after yeah. two rounds. Right. So, um, that, that, that was kind of nerve wracking, I guess. Um, but I mean, so I the- know like, I know like Joel Freeman pretty well. Right. Um, and I've met Robert a couple times. Yeah, and so like it honestly didn't feel like anything like too too special. I, okay. I probably played like six or seven rounds maybe with Joel in tournaments this year. Yeah. Um. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, it just kind of felt like another round. Right. Um, so 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 Simon being there wasn't really on your radar per se. Um. Let, let's let's take a step back. Touring. Is this the first year you kind of got? into touring like this or did you start yeah. the year? Okay. So this was kind of your first yeah. year on a tour and I looked at yeah. your schedule. Um, Des Moines challenge was the last thing you did because obviously cause of school and everything like that. Um, yeah. speak to the tour life. Like what, what has, what has that experience been like? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a great experience. Um, I have, like, a bunch of uh, guys who I hang out with, like, each week um, through, like, Eagles Wings uh, Disc Golf. Okay, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, which is, like, a Christian organization uh, that helps, like, pros, like, uh, throughout the week. Um, and, like, we have, like, chapel each week um, and, like, stuff like that. That's and so, awesome. like, that was, that, was, that, that was super awesome to, like, be a part of uh, this summer. Um, and I got to meet like a bunch of people that way. Um, and so it, it's like, you like go to like, uh, events that they're doing or, um, you go hang, hang out with people and like people either shot great or they like shot awful, but like there's somebody who's right around your same score. It feels like almost every single time. Right. Um, and so like, that was like very relaxing, I guess. Cause like, there's like other people going through the same thing that I am. Um, okay. and so, yeah, yeah that, that's, probably, that, like, that, that's an interesting aspect because 
and I'm glad you had that, the Eagles wing community in the chapel because no doubt on tour there's anxiety, there's stress, there's things you're dealing with. Um, and what a, what an outlet, what a place to go to, to, and have that community there on tour to go with, um, you know, to go to every, every week. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome, man. So, so you, you, you're involved with Eagles, Eagles wings. Are, are you traveling in an RV or are you kind of just hotel Airbnbs or what, what's. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel Airbnb. Um, me and Matt Thompson from Burlington, North Carolina, we went out, uh, I guess in June and started traveling around. Uh, and we had like one off week the entire summer until Des Moines. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we took my car to, uh, oh, Toyota Matrix. Okay. Uh, so like, yeah, like not a super, small, not a like, super big, it ain't, yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a forerunner. Let's just say it like that. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, but it gets good gas mileage. That's true. Yeah. So like, that's, that's what matters, I guess. Like, uh, and, and it has plenty of space um, and all that. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Um, and then we just like split Airbnbs with other people. Nice. And, and so that's what it's like because a lot of times, we get, you know, you get, uh, that's the area I, I kind of wondered about. And I figured it was like that because obviously you got Paul McBeth, you know, you got the Paul McBeth, the Rickies, the Simons, the Eagles, you know, they're going to be taken care of through their sponsor. But these younger up and coming guys, man, it's, it's a little bit more of a grind because you're, you know, like you said, you're in your matrix, you're splitting Airbnbs. You know the sponsors might not necessarily be paying for the all the hotels or the you know giving you an RV or something. So the, you know I always yeah. thought that was an interesting. You know what what's the biggest what would you say the biggest wake up call or the biggest surprise touring is like what what's the big caught you off guard? Um, probably how tired I get. Right. Um, so like, um, so one of the reasons why like. I feel like I haven't gotten, like, injured up to this point or, like, was because, like, I've had school. And so, like, you, like, have class and that forces you to, like, rest or, like, you might have, like, a super busy day and you can't practice. So, like, that's, like, your off day or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, it was just, like, um, like, I had to force myself to rest. Okay. Um, I get that. Like, on tour. I get that. So, so just the fatigue on the body, even if, cause I mean, I guess in your schedule is you travel, you get as many practice rounds you get, you can get in, you play the tournament and then rinse, repeat kind of deal. You're doing the same thing. Well, over and over. well, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. If you add in like two or three, like field slash putting sessions, like, uh, then like that's pretty much what I was doing for like the first half of tour. And in okay. the second half, when I was actually playing better and, like, I was forcing myself to rest uh, because of, like, I actually have, like, tendonitis in my elbow. Um, but, like, uh, when I was, like, forcing myself to rest, uh, I ended up playing better um, just because, like, you know, like, if you're on tour, like, you need to focus on playing the event. I got you. Not, yeah. For sure. So so you're you're doing the tour live. You're back at school. I guess the question is this, 
you're about to finish school. You're about to graduate with your, your bachelor's degree. What, what will it be in? It'll be in vocal performance. Oh yeah. You're a, yeah, so, so you're a singer. singing. Yeah. You, you're going to give us a little sample. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, not, nah. do, you, do you play any yeah. instruments? Um, I do play some instruments. I play a little bit of piano. Okay. Um, I play saxophone. Now, Aaron, uh, Aaron Bellini here, he, he's, a he's, he plays the piano, does it a lot for our church and he sings a little bit too. Um, so I'm kind of, I have no musical ability. You now, can play the drums. I could. I used to could play the drums, but as far as staying on key, no, that's I, that's not your strong suit. <laughs> I have this thing. I call it range. You switch keys <laughs> like it, not many people can just switch keys and melody at the same time. It'd be cool if the piano done that with you, but it <laughs> yeah. just don't. I just call it range. So that's what that's what I'll stick with. No, but that's cool. Now, now, so the future, what does the future hold for Evan Smith? Are you going to pursue a job in your degree or are you looking more towards kind of pursuing disc golf? What, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm looking to like pursue disc golf. Uh, after I graduated May, hopefully I'll be able to head out full time on tour for like the next years or so. Okay. Um, and I mean, if I like keep, progressing like and like keep playing well um then like there should be a pretty good future for it um because i don't know like i think my rating like obviously like people like you know like say like ratings don't matter or whatever yeah but um i feel like ratings are a pretty good way to like tell how much better you've gotten over time yeah um and so like i think it was like two years ago um at the beginning of 2020 I was like 970 rated or 978 rated. Okay. Um, which is, which then, for my listeners, my golf listeners out there and for, you know, the new 970s really good rated. Like if you're playing with a, that's a pro, that's a pro. I mean, advance can stay in there, but that's a local pro is a 970 rated. So ju- I just wanted to give yeah. you the context to what that was yeah. like. Now would, yeah. you I get, mean, a, I would say it's probably like a three stroke handicap or something like that. Right. Um, yeah. And so then I got my rating up to a thousand, which is like scratch. Yes. Um, and then, uh, now I'm like 10, 27, I think, okay. uh, as of this last update. And so like, I kept on progressing by like five or so strokes, like on average per round, I guess. Right. Um, and like, that's only been over like the last like two years. Right. Um, so so there's so, no reason I can't keep going. I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. Now, during college, how? What is your? I mean, how are you staying sharp d- during your classes and all that? Yeah, so um, I'll go out and I'll do like 30 minute putting sessions. Like, I'll try to do them like twice a day or maybe three times a day. Um, like in between classes, and then. I'll do like an hour or so of field work every day um, with a throw count, um, kind of like baseball. Um, and I'll do that Monday. Or I'll, uh, I'll do that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I'll play a tournament on the weekend typically. Okay. Like like just the local seat tier here in South Carolina? Or, uh, excuse me, North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mostly B tiers. Okay. But yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. Now you are sponsored, I believe, by Clash Disc. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Real quick, just because I'm not familiar, I would love to get my hands on one. I haven't yet, but tell me a little bit about Clash. About yeah. Clash. So um, Clash is from Finland, um, and they started the company. I guess uh, I guess like middle of last year, um, and. Uh, they have like 12 discs in production right now. Um, I like, I'm bag most of them. Okay. Um, now you're allowed, you're allowed a mixed bag. I'm guessing with only 12. Months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what they told me was, um, I mean, you can throw whatever you want in order to play well. Right. right. And so like, but like they like make like really good plastic and, yeah. um, like I, get most of it for free and so it's like that's why, a big pl- it, yeah that's a big bonus why, there. Yeah. Doing, right? um so yeah i actually switched out most of my bag with um clash stuff um and so well if if, yeah. if if you gotta buy one disc if you have to buy one disc that clash makes one mold Maybe maybe not even for a pro. What, what's the disc you have to get from Clash? Yeah, so I would say the popcorn. It's okay. probably my favorite disc. It's a putter. It's a throwing putter. Um, just like point point and shoot. Like just throw like I well I I've thrown it like four hundred or something like that. Like downhill. You can you like can slightly. throw the you can throw this putter four hundred feet. Yeah, yeah. So like, Goodness. yeah, it was like super like uh, favorable, fav- favorable conditions. But like, I can probably like consistently throw like three fifty, three sixty, something like that. Okay, so about my um, farthest drives. I mean, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's impressive, yeah. and it's called the popcorn. What is it? Is does Clash make kind of one plastic, or do they have different kind of plastics, or is there one? Yeah, yeah. so they have two main plastics. Um, the steady plastic is like a. I would say like a, maybe like an eco star or okay. like a older star plastic. So like super, super nice, super durable. Um, yeah. And then they make a hardy plastic, which is uh, like your classic uh, putter plastic. Okay. Um, maybe like DX or yeah. Um, yeah. something like that. Yeah. I need to, I need to definitely get my hands on, on one of them. I love one of the one of the most fun things about disc golf is throwing new plastic and trying new disc out, and uh, that's one of the things you get to do. I mean, you could do it a little bit in golf, but golf is just so expensive. It's kind of something disc golf, you know, fifteen twenty bucks you can get your new disc and try it out. So you've been with Clash real quick. How did you get hooked up with that company? Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so I mean, because they're from cap- they're from Finland, you know how do yeah. how does they find this North Carolina boy? Yeah, so um, I, I heard this story on, like, the grapevine, actually. Um, evidently, so Nikola Castro reached out to me in February um, about Clash because he, he was sponsored by them. Okay. And then um, evidently AJ Carey. Um, oh, yeah, uh, he's he's in he, Shelby. Yeah, Shelby, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Um, he, I guess he, like, actually talked to um, Nico about me um and then like nico like looked me up or whatever um and i and i didn't really have like any sponsors uh or like uh manufacturer sponsors like looking me up or like trying to like 
see like uh, if I could go on tour, like whatever. Um, and so like they were the first ones to like really like talk to me about like contracts and stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, you know, we're in North Carolina. We, you're probably what a couple hours from Innova, uh, Innova East, and you know, in Tennessee, you got this prodigy. I think out in Tennessee, but you end up with this Finnish company. But I love how that's. I love how them stories, how that kind of stuff works out. Um, yeah, definitely yeah. go check out Clash if you have it. I'm, I'm gonna after this look on the look on their website, see what I can get. Yeah, I actually have a tour series. Um, okay. Like a four series stamp um, on yeetstreetdiscs.com. That's my um, uh, like local uh, retail shop that I'm uh, sponsored by. Uh, shout out that website one more time. All right. Uh, yeetstreetdiscs.com. Yeetstreetdiscs.com. Go check yeah. out Evan Smith's signature clash. What is your signature disc, by the way? Um. So I've. I think it's four with my stamp on it. The popcorn, which I was just talking about, right. like dead straight butter. A mint, which is right in between a zone and a tactic, so it's like perfect for approach shots. Okay. Um, the ginger, which is an overstable firebird type disc. Oh wow. Um, and the berry, which is like think like Buzz or Rock Three, or Rock or okay. like something like that. Just right. like. Point, point and shoot mid. De- definitely check that out. We, what, let me just get one or two more questions in. I know you're busy, man. I know you yeah. probably got classes tomorrow. Real quick, what's your favorite tour stop? Favorite course to play on tour? Ooh, my favorite course to play? Uh, probably Northwood. Northwood Black? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was not. Um, I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a super hard course, but like at the same time, you could pure every single shot. Like it's super hard to, right? But in, in theory, you could pure every single shot. So I like really like that because um, like if you threw a good shot down the middle of the fairway, like it would like it would be fine, right? You know, um, and then it punished you if you got out of position. Yeah. So so North Cove Black. Let me ask you this though. For our locals, what is your favorite course? Or let's just phrase it: What is the best course in North Carolina? North Carolina. Let's let's stir the pot a little bit. Ooh, ooh. All right, I'm gonna go with one that like I really like, and not very many people like. Um, I feel like, but I would say Rolling Pines in Wilkesboro. Oh North yes, no, Rolling Pines is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's super like. It's super difficult, especially from the long keys, if you can't throw, like, I would say 400 feet. Right. Um, and, like, uh, pretty consistently. Yes. And so, like, a lot of people don't like it. But if you play it with OB, like, in a tournament, it's one of the best courses that, like, you'll play. And it's beautiful. Um, it is a beautiful yeah. course with the pines oh, yeah. and all oh. that. Now, let me ask you this. Have you been – we have North Cove in McDowell County. We have the College yeah. National. Have you been to North Cove? Yeah, I haven't actually been to North Cove yet. It's just kind of like out of the way. Right, right. Um, no, it, you, you've got to be going, you know, like either to exactly. App State or, exactly. you know, there's yeah. nothing. But, man, you need to you need to come check it out. Let me know. We'll, we'll go out there. I'll let you All tackle. Right. I'll let you tackle the gorge. The gorge is the the new course there, and it is a, it's All an right. absolute beast. But, yeah, for sure. All right. Um, 
we would you care we would you might not you might not want to do this but if you do it be very cool if you could select a dream card to play with anybody dead or alive doesn't matter maybe on tour now we don't care could you give us your dream card um yes i could um let's hear it okay so i think i would so are are, are we saying these people are like in their prime yeah we can do it like yeah we can do it like that people in their prime all right um all right so probably paul mcbeth for sure um brian schweberger okay um, hold it. So like two more and one more. That's the real. Yeah, question. go ahead. Go ahead, just for fun. I know cards are four, but go ahead and give us two more. All right, I would do Climo because I've never seen him play, and I would want to see him play. Ken Climo, yeah, twelve um, time world champ. And oh, let's see here. Um, oh, I'm not sure. I have another one. Um. Maybe like Ricky. Okay. Um, yeah. Play with Ricky. Like, uh, like uh, this is when Paul and Ricky were like battling, I guess. Yeah. And, I, and I, I would just be like interested to see like them matched up against Climo, like while like they're all in their prime. And then obviously if I'm there, I'm doing very well for myself that tournament. So, yeah, for you know. sure. I mean, yeah. let me ask you this. Uh, you kind of, I guess, got into it at the Paul Rick era era yeah did you favor yeah. one or the other were you a paul guy were you a rick guy oh, paul. you're a paul, paul Macbeth guy yeah. okay yeah it was it was mostly because he was like super relatable to me yeah um i feel like because like Short, me shorter guy five, yeah five nine yeah yeah like i came from like a baseball background right um like you know just super competitive like all that stuff so okay yeah um yeah gotcha all right. Well, we'll let you. Oh, wait. One more. One more. I got one more. Who is who is the nicest guy on tour? Nicest guy on tour. That's a good question. Um, nicest guy on tour. Yeah, that's a that's a. I, I'm I'm guessing oh. you're having a hard time because there's so many nice that's a ones. Thumper. That's a thumper. Uh. Oh, I, I I might say Silas Schultz. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another young guy. Yeah, especially Silas Schultz and Justin Rozak at the same time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got to talk. I talked to him at the Champions Cup, and he just came across as super humble, super nice. You know, um, just I kind of gave him a compliment, and he was he. It just kind of it was from the heart, it seemed. So for sure. All right. All right, Evan. Well, listen, we appreciate it. We really do. Um, LeBron or Jordan. Okay. I'm just kidding. We won't get into, we won't get on, into all that because me and Aaron. Okay. I figure UNC guy makes sense. Um, no, man, we, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we appreciate you taking your time. Um, I know it's getting a little later and you got, you got school and stuff tomorrow, but uh, any, any shout outs you want to make uh, before we let you go? Yeah, so, I mean, thanks to Clash um, for, I mean, everything. 
uh, Yeet Street helped Simi on tour. Uh, they're like probably like they were like the first ones. Well, I guess second ones like really come behind. Uh, then Austin Peterman Realty is in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, and he was actually my first sponsor. Uh, gave me five discs and some entry fees and stuff uh, to help me like play some events. Nice. And then uh, Flight Co. Uh, I'm not sure when this is dropping, but uh, I should be having uh, some stuff come out through them pretty soon. Okay. For this well, year. It, it'll drop. It'll drop tomorrow for those listening. We record right, on Wednesday. Gotcha. It drops so, I guess, uh, so yeah, I have some shirts and hats uh, with my logo on them. Awesome. Uh, dropping uh, and on where, the website. And what website is that again? I'm sorry. Oh, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure it's flightco.com. Flightco.com. Go look up the Evan Smith apparel. I will be, if, whether it's a disc, a shirt, or a hat, I'll definitely be looking it up tomorrow. I'll be getting me uh, getting me a piece of yeah. merch or a disc. I'm kind of interested about the popcorn. Although I like the name Ginger. Uh, I kind of want to try that out too, just because it's a cool name. So Yeah, Ginger's a beefcake, so you, you got to be careful when you throw it. Well, I'll just... I'd throw them chopped sidearms. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. oh, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll, it'll be great for you then. Yeah. Well, Evan, once again, man, thank you for coming on. Aaron, you got anything else? No, sir. I appreciate you coming on. Aaron, we'll let you go. Um, Aaron, I'm sorry. Aaron, you leave me and Evan are going to finish up. The, <laughs> it's late. Evan, we'll let you get back to it, man. Thank you. All right. Thank you all. Have a good one. You too, brother. Man, that was interesting. Just to hear about an, an up-and-comer coming on tour, uh, the life on the road, his mindset, and I feel like he's doing it the right way. He don't he, talk like he's 20. No, he don't. Well, he, you know, he's a senior in college. He's got a good education. I kind of want to hear him sing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe maybe we need to see if he could send us a recording of him singing something. and uh, see, if, uh, see if DJ can get some harmony with it. You know what's crazy is I look at these guys like they're my age. And I'm 31. And he, when he said he was 20, I'm like, goodness, I'm a, I'm a decade plus a few. You're old. Older. What are you? 29. You're about to be. Th- you're about a decade. Older Not 30 yet, but When do you turn 30? Next, next year, year. Next June? Next July. Next July. So, well, that was awesome. He did it the right way, getting that college degree finished up, and then going to go out and hopefully take the disc golf world by storm. Thank you, Evan. Thank you for all, all those listening. Happy anniversary to Aaron and Dijon. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, whether it's swinging a glove or throwing a disc, go play some golf. We're out.